Welcome to the podcast of First Presbyterian Church of Marietta, where we are committed to changing lives with faith, hope, and love. We're so glad you are here. Now a second scripture lesson from the New Testament book of Acts. Acts chapter 2, verses 1 to 21. Again, I invite you to listen for the word of the Lord. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem, And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. In our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others sneered and said, They are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk as you suppose, for it's only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents in the heaven above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Week before last, I had an incredible opportunity. It was career day at the Marietta Center for Advanced Academics, and I was one of the featured guests. Honored to have a table right next to Dr. Bob Harper and his daughter Mandy, who were there to tell kids what being a dermatologist is all about. I I laid out my Greek and Hebrew Bibles and my preacher's robe, prepared to inspire some fifth graders to become a pastor. Interestingly, I think that uh, examining Moles and protecting people from skin cancer made a lot more sense to most of those kids than anything I had to say. One of those kids saw my robe and and thought I dressed up like Harry Potter for a living. (laughs) (laughs) 
Noticing how many kids were confused by my vocation, about halfway through the morning, Bob asked if the kids had asked me any interesting questions, and they had. One wanted to know if I'd really uh, married people, if I'd really done weddings, and I, and I, yes, I have, I responded. Have you ever cried at a funeral? Absolutely. Or the most interesting question, which was asked in just the, the faintest whisper, how likely is it that someone could be possessed by a demon? Now, that was a hard question to answer. I told her it was very rare, though if she wanted to talk more about it, she could give me a call, and I gave her a business card, which felt like a very cold response. But I am just not used to being asked this kind of question. Presbyterians don't often talk about such things. Among the Christian denominations, we are sometimes called the frozen chosen. We don't talk much about hell or demons. We don't often clap either. We rarely lift our hands in praise. We, we tend to be science-led and rationally minded. Uh, so science-led and rationally minded that we leave things like exorcisms and snake handling to those who speak in tongues. I've heard a woman speak in tongues only once. We were both chaplains at the Metro State Women's Prison and the Holy Spirit fell upon her and she began to prophesy. For me, this was an otherworldly experience as a, a white, southern, college-educated Presbyterian. Speaking in tongues is not in the repertoire. However, speaking in tongues is neither foreign to Scripture nor to the Christian tradition. So today... We celebrate it. Today is called Pentecost Sunday, which is a lesser-known Christian holiday. Earlier this week, Sarah asked me if we were going to sing more hymns that no one knows. Yes, we are. The Pentecost hymns are not as popular as the Christmas carols, but we still must sing them. This is the second Sunday in a row where the church celebrates a, a holiday that not many people know anything about. Last Sunday, we celebrated Ascension Sunday, the day when we consider that line from the Apostles' Creed, the third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven. And today, we celebrate the gift of the Holy Spirit given to the disciples not long after Jesus ascended. It's called Pentecost, and today is a day worth celebrating too. Today we read in the second chapter of the book of Acts, they were all together in one place, and suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting, divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Can you imagine? That's what today is all about, this momentous event. And it is a day worth celebrating, but that doesn't mean it is familiar or well understood. For while there are plenty of Christmas movies on the Hallmark Channel, no one is making any Pentecost movies. I can imagine why that is, but our brothers and sisters in the Pentecostal churches would love a few good Hallmark movies about Pentecost, so I've been kicking some ideas around. Uh, will you imagine with me what it would be like to watch a movie with this plot line? 
An old man gets his house cleaned every day by a woman who speaks only Spanish. These two can't understand each other. But then one day the spirit comes and he can speak so that she can understand. They fall in love and they live happily ever after. Or a dad has trouble communicating with his preteen daughter. He tries to sound cool, saying things he's heard her say to her friends, like, like pop off and yeet. But it doesn't work until the miracle happens and suddenly all, her daughter, all his daughter hears is how well loved she is by her father. I could keep going with these movie ideas. I have more. However, uh, this is what I want to emphasize. What we are celebrating today is not only that the disciples were suddenly able to speak in languages they didn't know before. That's just part of it. The other part is that the crowds there could understand what they were saying. In the words of Reverend Anna Trainum of Shalliford Presbyterian Church in Atlanta, the miracle isn't that the people spoke. People speak all the time. The miracle of Pentecost is that people were understanding each other. Now that's truly a miracle. These disciples had been all together in one place. The Spirit came and they were all given this incredible gift. But the gift didn't just enable them to speak in languages they'd never spoken in before. They were speaking and the crowds were understanding. It's there in verses 5 and 6. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem and at the sound of and at this sound the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. So it's not just that the disciples could speak it's that others were able to understand. And so I I ask you Shouldn't we spend more time thinking about Pentecost? For how many among us are capable of speaking? How many among us puff themselves up with their proud opinions who, who get on their soapboxes and will spout off to any captive audience? Plenty will. But Pentecost is different. It's more than that because the Spirit enabled these disciples to speak in a language that the nations of the world made sense of. But back to career day at our daughter's school. As I said, there were kids there who didn't know anything uh, about being a preacher. And a lot of them were wary of me once they found out that's what I did for a living. So I had a lot of free time to sort of wander around. Not that many kids wanted to talk with me. Uh, but fortunately, also with me on career day at CC's school was Roy Vanderslice's daughter, Rebecca. Roy and his wife Joan are longtime members here. Rebecca and I were talking about her dad, who will not only invite you to take a test drive in his Tesla, he's also a language student. Knowing that, I showed Rebecca this app on my phone that's helping me to learn Spanish, and I suggested she get it to her dad for Christmas or his birthday or something. She told me that he wouldn't want it, because he doesn't really want to learn another language. He wants to learn about four or five words in, in every language. He just wants to be able to meet someone and say in their mother tongue, thank you, nice to meet you, and please. 
Can you believe how beautiful that is? Now, this is a slice of Pentecost. The disciples spoke in a way that each person understood. People were so honored that God would go this far to speak to them in their mother tongue that they stopped and listened. That's the miracle of today, and it's a miracle that matters in a world where so many keep talking while their words fall on deaf ears. How often has it been this way with you? You spoke without fully appreciating who you were speaking with. You were talking, but you weren't being understood. It happened once to me while I was in handcuffs. Last Sunday, I alluded to having been arrested as a college student, and that's just sort of true. What actually happened is I got in a little bit of trouble with the campus police for climbing into a condemned building on campus. Then... By the school paper, I was assigned to interview one of the officers who caught me. And for the picture, I asked him to put me in handcuffs. I thought it would make a neat action shot. The trouble was that he'd used these handcuffs so seldom he didn't have the key. (laughs) After someone took the picture, for hours I was in handcuffs as he looked around the public safety office for the key. Then he thought maybe he'd left the key at his house, so he drove me there in the squad car. And this is the weird thing. Yes, it gets even weirder. It was, it was when we got to his house that I really learned who this man was. Every wall in the man's house, it seemed like, was covered in certificates of recognition for his public service. Every wall, certificate after certificate, with appreciation, in celebration of, with honor and distinction. I tried to read them all while he looked for that key, which he never found. He never found the key, and eventually a locksmith had to cut me out of the handcuffs. I remember it like it was yesterday not just being cut out of these handcuffs, but realizing that I was writing about a man who I hardly understood. Sometimes it takes a miracle to understand who you're trying to communicate with. That's Pentecost. Pentecost is a holiday we need, a holiday we need to celebrate for how often do we fail to understand each other? How often in this world do we fail to understand what it's like to be a police officer? I tell you, our country's lack of full understanding doesn't stop people from talking. Some criticize the police without understanding how hard their jobs are. Far too many people talk about race without any knowledge of what it's still like to be a black man in America. Plenty think they know. They really think they know. So they talk and they talk, but as they talk, the divide gets wider because they speak without understanding. So what does the Spirit do? It gave the disciples words. It gave the disciples words that the world could understand, which is absolutely a miracle that our society needs today. Just think about what's happening in school boards across the state of Georgia. Maybe you've read about it. Crowds of angry parents show up just to talk over each other. 
If you don't say what one wants to hear, he'll shout you down without taking the time to really listen. It sounds like life as usual in our world today. Meanwhile, there are little girls in our schools who are wondering how common it is to be possessed by a demon. What Pentecost reminds us of is that communication, real communication, requires Love. That's what happened so long ago. These disciples weren't talking so they could advance their own agenda. These disciples were up there trying to communicate to the world how much love God has for every one of them. And when I say every one of them, that's what I mean. Salvation to the ends of the earth. Only on this Pentecost Sunday... Let it just start in our homes. Celebrate Pentecost by daring to try and understand your spouse. Dare to love her well enough to really listen to what she's saying. Dare to lovingly speak to the police officer who pulled you over, who is a human being too. Dare to acknowledge that racism is still all around us. Dare to speak of love that the walls which divide our culture might come tumbling down. Dare to believe that the salvation of this church is too small a thing. And that the Spirit calls us to the 800,000 in Cobb County, half of whom do not understand how loved they are by God. Be slow to speak. Be ready to listen. Work to understand. And may your words be always abounding in God's steadfast love. Amen. This podcast is a ministry of First Presbyterian Church of Marietta. Come join us Sundays at 189 Church Street, Marietta, Georgia, or visit us online at fpcmarietta.org.